Hello, and welcome back to the Take On podcast. First, I just want to say a big thank you for all the support on the first episode. Of course, I was a bit nervous to put it out into the world, and I've been so happy and grateful for all the feedback and support that I received. I'm even more excited to put today's episode out into the world because it's something I've put a lot of time and thought into throughout the years, and that is manifestation and goal setting. I think people tend to think of manifestation and goal setting as two completely separate entities, when in my opinion, there's actually a lot of overlap between the two. And it can really be as spiritual or as based in fact and logic as you want it to be. Throughout the years, I've aired on either side, so I think there will be some valuable takeaways regardless of if you're leaning more towards spirituality or more of the fact-driven side or a bit of both. I have a bit of a sore throat today, and I hope you can't hear that in my voice, but throughout the pandemic, it's felt like my goals have been in slow motion, or rather the progress towards those goals. And it's been really important to me with this podcast to just keep forward momentum and to essentially launch and adjust, just put it out there and adjust as I grow with it. And Anyways, I kind of hesitated to sit down and record when it's only the second episode and I feel like my voice is a little off, but I sat down, I made myself a cup of throat coat tea, and I actually picked a card from my Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein deck. She's one of my favorite authors and speakers, so if you haven't heard of her, I highly recommend you look her up, but The card I picked reads, spiritual alignment puts my manifestation into motion. And I felt like that was the perfect start to the episode. So let's get into it. So like I've said, I have spent years really finding a manifestation and goal setting routine that works well for me. And so through that, I've tried a lot of different techniques, and I made a little list of some I thought were worth mentioning, whether I've actually stopped using them or use them more rarely or even use them on a daily basis. The first one I wanted to touch on is called the one thing method. And I actually heard about this on the Skinny Confidential podcast with Lauren and Michael Bostick. And Lauren was actually talking about how she uses this on a daily basis to create her to-do list. I do implement this method, but I use it more rarely to frame more of my long-term goals. So the one thing method is by Gary Keller, and it's focusing on one question. And you ask yourself this in regards to any given area in your life, and that is, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else is easier or unnecessary? For me, this is a good reminder and something that's good to look at when I'm forming my long-term goals, especially when I'm doing it on a timeline basis. So, 
it helps me to think about what it, do I need to be doing right now that will make everything easier to accomplish as opposed to thinking of, of it in my day to day. But that being said, I do think this method is really useful and I would definitely consider looking into it more or just taking what I've said and trying to apply it to your life. The next thing I wanted to touch on are vision boards. And I think since manifestation has been on the rise, so has talk of vision boards. For me, although I've become more spiritual in recent years, I still like my goals to be written really clearly and in a way that's very measurable. So for me, vision boards are more of an add-on. So if I'm sitting down to do some goal setting and I'm feeling creative, I'll write down my goals and then I'll create a vision board that mirrors that. And with that vision board, I'll put it somewhere that I see it often, whether that be inside my bathroom vanity so I can look at it while I'm brushing my teeth or on the background of my phone or computer. I also, if I'm just feeling creatively inspired and I'm looking for something creative to do, I'll often create a vision board. So for me, I use a platform like Canva or even a blank PowerPoint document. And I just drag a bunch of images in that represent my goals And I even use some keywords on it oftentimes as well. If you are a more visual person or you like things to be a little bit more vague, then I think that vision boards can be such a useful tool. So I wanted to just briefly touch on gratitude and manifestation lists, daily affirmations, and visualization here because later in the episode, I'll get really nitty gritty with these when I talk about the specific manifestation slash goal setting routine that has proven to work the best for me. SMART goals were very talked about throughout my education, I think even in elementary school, but definitely throughout middle school and high school. SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So in school, when we would use this, we would write out the acronym and we would write the goal within that. So we would write specific. And then under that, we would write what we want to do using action words. Or another example would be under time-bound, we would state exactly when we want it to get done and we'd be specific on what the time frame looks like within that. For my personal goal setting now, I do keep SMART acronym in mind, but more vaguely. For example, I like my goals to be specific, measurable. However, I wouldn't write out the acronym and then write out my goals within that. That being said, that's for my personal goals, whereas for a specific business goal, I actually do still write out the acronym when I want to get really specific about something I'm trying to achieve in a business sense. Another technique I definitely use on a less regular basis just due to the nature of it is timeline goal setting. So for me, I usually do one month, three month, six month one-year, and five-year goals. Of course, you can separate the timeline however suits you best, but I think it's really beneficial to be able to look at your goals in this timeline perspective because for me, it really helps me prioritize my day-to-day. 
For example, if something's on my one month list, I'm prioritizing getting that done day to day throughout that month. Whereas if something's on my one year list, that might be something I'm working towards, but at a slower pace. Or my monthly goals might build into that goal that's a year away. It just, for me, really puts everything into perspective, and I highly recommend timeline goal setting for that reason. Okay, now let's get into my specific, nitty-gritty, detail-oriented routine. So first, I'm going to walk you through what a full goal-setting manifestation day would look like, and then I'll tell you just the routine that I keep in my day-to-day to to keep up with this. My manifestation and goal-setting day is definitely a me day and a form of self-care. So it's usually a Sunday, but it's definitely a day where there's no outside distraction. I don't have any other commitments and I'm able to put away my phone and just focus on me. A lot of times before I sit down and actually get into it, I'll go for a long walk around the seawall here in Vancouver. I'm so lucky to live right on the ocean, so it's really nice to just walk around outside. I'll often go to a yoga class. Jaybird in Yaletown is my favorite. It's a really unique experience. Or sometimes I go to a sound bath. My favorite is Zenden in Gastown. Oh my gosh, it's like my happy, safe space. I love it there. Anyways, whatever you need to do to get calm, get clear, and get collected, really, just do that, whatever suits you. And so once I've done some things in the outside world, I come home, I light candles, I take an Epsom salt bath, and make a cup of tea, and then I sit down and I get into it. So the first thing I do is I like to take a big school type notebook for this so I have lots of space and can see everything on one big page. And then I essentially brainstorm my goals in the form of a free write. So I don't think too hard about anything I'm writing. I just write out everything I want to achieve. And once I have, usually it's a full page of one of those big notebooks, I organize and consolidate everything. So if anything builds upon each other, I sometimes just make it into one goal. And then I either organize it in the form of a timeline, which we talked about before, or into categories. And sometimes, usually I would say, both. So my categories are usually work, personal, and health, but you can definitely separate it however suits you. And then what I do is I write the timeline, so let's say one month, and under that I would write work personal health, and then three months work personal health, so on and so forth. And it allows me to really clearly see my goals. And then I'm able to structure my day-to-day to achieve those goals. And this is where the one thing method kind of comes in as well. So if you're more into goal setting and logic-based thinking, you might even stop here, but my ritual definitely extends a lot further. The next step for me is writing out a gratitude list to get into a headspace of, well, gratitude, and also to be 
more aligned to manifest more effectively. And I also find gratitude lists to be really useful to look back on and be able to evaluate what's really important to me in life. When things frequently come back up in my gratitude list, I know that it's something that's really, really valuable to me. And of course, some it sounds simple to look at your life and know what's important to you, but I think sometimes it actually becomes pretty clouded. So I like gratitude lists for both of those reasons. But anyways, I write my gratitude list and then I get into manifestation. And I probably should have mentioned this in the beginning, but if you aren't very familiar with manifestation or law of attraction, I highly recommend you look into it. The Secret, which is a book and a movie, is I think a lot of people's introduction to law of attraction. I think I had heard about it. I don't know if I first heard about it through The Secret or through Gabrielle Bernstein, but either way, once I heard about it, it really appealed to me because I realized that I had been using the law of attraction without realizing it. And I think once you're able to intentionally manifest and use the law of attraction, it can be really transformational. So the law of attraction states that we attract events and situations of a similar frequency of our feelings, thoughts, and beliefs. So in hearing that, it's clear why we want to get into a headspace of gratitude before trying to manifest. So the law of manifestation is based on the principle that your thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and actions can transform into your physical reality through focus and supportive action. And this is why I say there's really a lot of overlap between manifestation and goal setting. I think people sometimes hear manifestation, they think of the TikTok videos of manifesting a text from your ex, and they think it's super woo-woo and kind of silly. But when you hear about it in this way, it really isn't very different from goal setting at all. So that all being said... After I've written my gratitude list, I rephrase all of my goals into manifestation phrasing, essentially. So I either write it as an I am statement or an I am grateful for. So maybe my goal is to travel once a month. I would either say I am happily traveling to dream destinations once a month or 12 times per year, however you want to say it. Or you might say, I am so grateful that I'm getting to experience traveling once a month. Either way, it's just reframing your thinking into feeling that this could be your life. And I think the follow through of manifestation and something that's really important is who is the person that is achieving all of this and showing up as that person every day. I think when I started manifesting, I didn't put that component in, and that's the part that really causes the shift. And if you want a visualization or kind of like meditation exercise for that, I definitely recommend something that the woman who does Reiki with me, Joss, walked me through recently, and I'll walk you through it briefly right now. The visualization exercise that Joss walked me through is as follows. 
and I'm going to speak through this just normal podcast tone, not full-blown guided meditation. So you may want to just pause and do this on your own or just recall it when you are doing this routine. But you essentially imagine your heart space. You imagine yourself opening a door into your heart and inside there's a room And it's a really cozy room. It has a soft sofa and throw blanket and a fireplace. And you curl up there and you imagine everything the truest, highest version of yourself desires. And you look at these through a bird's eye view and you're able to see the you that is living that life. And I think it's just so important to really remember the component of who is it that is accomplishing these things. So showing up as the version of yourself that you want to be means putting work towards the things that you're manifesting, cutting out people and habits that are holding you back, and creating new habits that the version of yourself that you're trying to be would be doing. So that really takes us through the full goal-setting manifestation routine. So it's setting the tone, creating the goals list brainstorm, and then organizing the goals list, creating a gratitude list, following it with the manifestation phrasing, and then visualizing it all. So I do this once in a while. I would say probably once a month depending on where I'm at, sometimes it's less frequent, sometimes it's more frequent. But every single day, I take out my gratitude and manifestation journal. And I do half a page of gratitude, half a page of manifestation. And then I meditate on this and I visualize it all for usually just a few minutes, not very long. And I do that every night before I go to sleep. You could definitely do it when you first wake up or anytime that you have a bit of quiet. And I think that really puts things into motion compared to if you were to just do this once a month. I think the following it up with the everyday routine really helps. And it really helps my mindset overall. I think I'm in a much more positive mindset in my day-to-day and I'm more likely to stay on track with my to-do list when I'm really clear on what I'm trying to achieve and the bigger picture of it all. So I hope no matter what you're looking to get out of manifestation and goal setting, you've been able to take something out of today's episode. I'm really happy to get into a more specific topic with you guys, and I really look forward to upcoming episodes. So thank you so much for joining me, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.